Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel with the University of Illinois Extension Service. And in January of each year, I usually cover a fair amount of uh, tree fruit production uh, information, if you will. Um, and uh, this year would most likely be no different. You know, the the, uh, the holiday gift catalogs will soon be replaced by the vegetable and tree fruit and small fruit catalogs that will pour into our mailboxes about at about the same rate as the holiday gift catalogs did. And I thought I'd just uh, address a, a bit about um, pollination in general here with you uh, this week. And we normally go to the garden centers and we're told, well, if you buy this variety, you need another variety for pollination. And that's not because anyone's trying to sell you more trees. It's because uh, that fact is is very true. Uh, and usually when you hear comments like that, they're really referring to uh, apple trees. And in the case of an apple tree, you do need uh, two different varieties to be in bloom together with the presence of some pollinating and pollinator insects like, of course, our, our honeybee. And that's because most apples, as we know them anyway, are considered self-unfruitful. That means the, the pollen from the top of the tree can't, from the very same tree, can't uh, pollinate a flower farther below in the tree or that, say, two red delicious fruit trees uh, they can't pollinate each other. You would need to say a red delicious and a yellow delicious. So that part of the story is, is very true. Typically, when we're talking about self-unfruitful trees, those that require that cross-pollination, that's most of our apples, but not all of our apples. Uh, pears also require self-cross-pollination. Uh, most of our sweet cherries do as well as any of our Japanese or Oriental-type plums. So there's a fair amount of fruit trees that are indeed self-unfruitful. Uh, there's another category of, of, of fruit trees that we grow um, that are, are considered partially self-fruitful. That just says to us that without the presence of a cross-pollinator, another variety of that same kind of fruit tree, whether it's uh, plums or apples or whatever it might be that is uh, partially self-fruitful, uh, they will finally, when it doesn't look like they're going to be cross-pollinated, they will finally go ahead and accept um, pollen from, the, from, their cell, from their flowers on the tree itself. So in those cases, well... While uh, self-unfruitful, for example, might have been Japanese or, or Oriental-type plums, European-type plums are partially self-fruitful. So if you've planted a European-type plum uh, and don't have another variety for cross-pollination, you're still going to get some plums. Not as many as you would or the quality as you would if they were cross-pollinated, but you still get some. There's a couple apple trees that are partially self-fruitful. One would be the Rome apple, and the other is a golden delicious apple. If you're lucky enough to be able to grow stone fruits um, in our northern climate around here, apricots, for example, are also partially self-fruitful. In all these cases, you will get a better uh, crop with a cross-pollinator, but it isn't 
uh, you know, it, it isn't ab- absolutely necessary. But the big part of that is um, you you need those cross pollinators uh, with those tree fruits that are considered self unfruitful or partially self fruitful. Uh, There are some self-fruitful varieties that do not require another variety at all. They gladly accept their own pollen to uh, pollinate and fertilize the female flower on the tree. And uh, pretty much, again, we're back towards the stone fruits, uh, peaches, uh, nectarines, and uh, tart or sour cherries uh, around here. uh, We can do a pretty decent job with sour cherries. Uh, if we get a peach crop, oftentimes it's every third or fourth or fifth year because the flower buds, while they're there every year, uh, are not always as winter hardy as we'd like. So in a lot of years, the peach flower buds will be killed by the cold weather. The foliage lives on and we always have our tree, uh, but not necessarily will we always have peaches. And then the other self-fruitful tree that we can talk about is nectarines. And again, a bit questionable or not, or barely questionable here in our area. So those are some of the things about uh, those that are self-fruitful, some of the things that are partially uh, self-fruitful, and those trees that are pretty much self-unfruitful. And you absolutely need the cross-pollinizer there, the pollinator there to, to, ma- to make that work. And the other area I wanted to talk about is is um, the fact that with all of the apple breeding and all of the fruit tree breeding that has gone over the years, there are also a number of apple trees that are considered pollen sterile apples. And that means that the pollen from that particular variety will not pollinate any other variety at all because the pollen is sterile. Um, And in those cases, if you were interested in growing a pollen sterile apple, you still need uh, or would need two more different varieties in order to have all three of those varieties um, be fruitful and, and, uh, and have apples for you. So if, you're, if pollen sterile apples is a variety you're growing, and some of you uh, may uh, be familiar with some of those, um, stamen is one of those varieties, wealthy and wine sap, maybe we're more familiar with wine sap, but there's a number of them, Baldwin, Creston, uh, Gravenstein, John of Gold is another one we might be familiar with, Crispin is another one, and these are all what's, what are considered pollen sterile. So um, while any other variety will pollinate a pollen sterile apple, and you will get those apples, that pollen sterile tree does not function as a male contributor to uh, pollination in your home orchard. So you need at least uh, two more so that each of those other two can pollinate each other as well as the pollen sterile apple. So in those cases, uh, you need three trees rather than two different varieties. You need uh, three different varieties. So that's the that there's always an exception, always a hook here about what what we need. So pollination is a big part of of choosing your fruit trees for the home orchard. Uh, the catalogs provide all the right information. We just have to be sure we follow their recommendations and make sure we have the proper varieties for cross pollination. And if we're if and again if pollen sterile apple is in the mix, make sure we have adequate 
two other different varieties for good, adequate pollination there as well. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. It's always a pleasure, and throughout January, I'll be talking a lot more about uh, planting, planting, maintaining, and caring for the home orchard. We'll be back again next week.